Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. Did you ever think you would find yourself here, in this position at this time? Trick question, I know, because it seemed more likely that you wouldn't be here at all. That first question depends on a few assumptions, right? Assumptions I have no business making. But are they assumptions? Or is this a game of pretend? Look, we both know how life works, but everyone else has decided that it would be better to pretend otherwise, and maybe we are secretly included in this grouping as well. After all, if life were like that, like this dream, everything would be so much easier. However, then someone like you would have to become a sacrificial lamb to maintain that illusion. What illusion, I know you are asking? Even though you know what I'm talking about. You just don't know how I know. People want to pretend life is easy and straightforward. Fair would be another word for it. Children are born... They age, grow up, and live the lives they designed or dreamed up as children. And deviations from this pattern are flukes, accidents of a cosmos that wasn't paying close enough attention. Or, how did you put it, mistakes? Is that to say that you are a mistake? I know your answer to that even if I don't agree with it. I know a lot of things. Things that you don't think anyone has bothered to notice, but still wouldn't want a stranger to see. But here I am, a stranger, and I see. And look, I'm not exactly thrilled about it either, nor am I really capable of providing you the explanation I know you're looking for. I don't have it. It's worse for me than you, FYI. To give you what I do have, at night sometimes I find myself dreaming of something or someone, but these aren't normal dreams. They feel very different. Or I close my eyes and see things about certain people whether or not either of us want it to happen. That's it. I don't have any more details, and trying to word vomit is going to be exhausting. The only thing more exhausting than that is living this. Whatever this is. To be honest with you, I don't think I've had a good night's sleep in over a decade. 
But hey, time lost meaning in my delirium, so there's that. I'm joking. I'm not exactly joking. But I am genuine, and genuinely serious when I say that now that we have been connected in this way, I am here to help you. Well, I am offering you help. I cannot force you to take it, obviously. I mean, I'm just a pre-recorded voice on an RSS feed. You could always shut me off if you want to. And you do want to. But you won't. So let's get to it then. This dismay at where you are, that is. Despite the prevailing belief that dominated the unspoken word for far too long, that you wouldn't live this long, or wouldn't have recovered as well as you did. Now you have these gaps in your life plans that should be filled with a profound and maybe an owed sense of gratitude because at least you are here, right? Details aside. That's not real advice. But no matter how you feel about that advice, sentiments rarely change the facts of the world around you. The facts in the physical world. And in this physical world, you had to build yourself a castle without some of the other tools people got to use. Not everyone has a nicely padded college fund, or an internship waiting for them like a dutiful pet, or even a car that runs properly. But they all had dreams. They all had time. You have hastily made decisions and surprises. And to be fair, from an outside perspective, everyone has hastily made choices in little else. The little else might seem important, but in many ways it's just window dressing. I get it, from most perspectives that wouldn't be comforting. At all. And I didn't mean it to be. I'm better at offering factual statements than I am offering comfort. There's nothing profound about many of the things I say. The weird thing about supposedly having psychic abilities is that everything that comes out of my mouth is seen as an intense wisdom dump by some. I mean, given that I can see so many things, then everything I say has to be profound truth, right? But nope. Not in this case at all. I'm no better than anyone else. Probably worse, to be blunt. See my previous joke on sleep deprivation, and look up what that can do to a mind. But regardless, people will believe what they want to believe. Particularly anything that will give them comfort. And that last bit was meant to be profound. We love grand narratives, overarching stories that don't just cradle us, but also our whole world. Being held is an incredible feeling. It's comforting, but also empowering. It's more like we are being secured against the perpetual storm that is threatening to wear us down or swallow us up. But that begs a question, doesn't it? 
When a story falls apart, what are you left with? An impulse to deny what you see and exalt the mastery of mankind with all of that energy instead? That belief produces a certain look or facade. The illusion of a supposed possibility. Possibility of a perfectly orchestrated life and the simplicity therein. Or that's what some people tell you, or what they invoke when they speak. It's an impulse they don't realize they are succumbing to. You know, they don't even have a plan themselves, it's just some sort of endgame. Namely, disengaging from your situation and creating a different one, where there is a chance that you will land on the route they are on when tossed back up in the air. Never mind that the landing might break you. Or not even the landing. Try the initial ascent and the ensuing descent. Those won't be too forgiving. But hey, these other people will be able to propel themselves upwards off of your demise. That's what's going to happen. That's what this is, and in some ways you know that. The alternative, I guess, would be to get at the source of this urge of theirs, but that might require more of you than you can muster. It's certainly more than other people would be willing to pull together. Because it is hard, right? And uncomfortable, at least. But you are trying to get by, commendable, to be sure. But it's not without its difficulties. You know, this is one of the few times when blame the world feels somewhat appropriate. I mean, in the absence of anything else, anything you would have made with your own two hands, you have to pull from the world to fill in the gaps. And this is a particularly obvious well. The loudly proclaimed message that wealth and status are the ultimate pursuits, if not the only ones, to emphasize. And it's not that this is strictly invalid. I mean, 8 billion people out there, each with their own perspectives, etc, etc. In a world this massive, making definitive statements about an impossibility is just daring the universe to prove you wrong. Maybe this outlook would work for someone. But I will say that at the very least, it's wrong to pretend that this is the default, or the definitive governing rule of the universe. Or that any deviation is a curiosity. In the best case scenario, you have altruism, self-giving, martyrdom, superhuman virtues to be celebrated and exalted. Not just for the good they are or do, but for the benefits of declaring that these things are extraordinary. You know, the ensuing expectations, or lack thereof, the lack of requirements for everyone else. There's the other side of this, you could say, but you don't want to say. Neither do I. I don't want anything to do with all of that personally. However, I need you to understand that I see what you see. In fact, I've been in a similar position, just a different context. Actually, I should say that the details were different, but the overall themes were the same. This inheriting a schema that didn't match up with who I was. 
And then there's the pressure to not just adhere to this standard, but to thrive and perpetuate that which is hurting me. That wasn't going to go well. But all the same, I was ready to try, even if it was going to destroy me. It was probably going to destroy me. I just wasn't in a position to care. At this point, I should persuade you first to care, and then to act, to cast this shackle off and reject their proposals in favor of your own direction. I mean, you and I are standing in the middle of a perfect storm, right? You need a new direction, you need to do or not do something, and I supposedly have the wisdom. But honestly, none of this is so simple. I didn't leave that life. Not on my own. A teacher showed me a door, and I ran through it. Twice. I just needed to know what was possible. Possibility is simply permission to run, right? I mean, not quite, but it's a way of explaining it. Look, I'm not good at that sort of thing. I thought about going into teaching, but I really shouldn't. All I can really say is this. It's possible to make your own direction. I know that because I've done it. It's possible to set your own priorities and adhere to them. It's possible to find joy. On the other hand, it's possible to find the thing you fear most at the end of that particular tunnel your old friend is pointing you towards. It will likely not be good. I can say that much. No, I cannot see the future. But I have heard this tale before. You remember her as the only one to visit you in the hospital. She made you hats to hide your scars, and skipped prom when you were not welcomed. There's a warmth to those memories that transcends the tragedy that caused them. I feel it. I understand it. But people change. That's something else you don't want to think about. As understandable as that is. I know it would be easier if we were all just static placeholders, dancing in a game that also somehow vaguely resembled chess. It's a fun image, but it's not accurate. Then again, truth is what you make it, right? There is one truth I can offer you. I cannot make this decision for you. No one can. I can show you a new perspective, a new angle. I can show you the fault lines beneath your world, and show you where all the connections are. But the rest of it will always be up to you, even if no one else says it. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. 
The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners. 